Welcome back to the Suitors Podcast. So in the previous episode, the various divisions of the Sikh army were sent to guard the four sides around the city. In this episode, we join the battle on the south side of Kartarpur, where Meherchand and Amiya are the leading commanders. They have a force of 400 warriors, and they are resisting the attack of Koja Anwar and Asman Khan, who have a force of 10,000. So this force is now approaching the southern wall of Kartarpur, shooting their rifles and shooting off arrows, but the Sikhs are suppressing them with rifle and bow fire as well. So Sman Khan is there shooting arrows, but he's there also with Koja Anwar, the idiot who previously was beaten down in the court of Guru Hargobind. Now he's shamelessly come back after the Sikhs who had mercy on him and spared his life. Both of these commanders are enraged laying the assault on the six on the southern side in a fierce firefight with rifles roaring like thunder. The bullets of the rifles were smashing the warriors' heads, smashed in like they were clay pots. The Turks were making great progress here, and they were closing the distance in battle. Both lines now of the forces were face to face, cutting each other down with their swords, yelling, kill, kill. Some were being impaled with spears. Some other warriors had their heads chopped off clean which were rolling around on the battlefield. Many warriors were now being injured. The blood was being soaked into the ground. Asman Khan was devastating the Sikh forces with his arrows, and the Sikh army on the south side were now being pressed back. A messenger then quickly went to tell Guru Hargobind about this. Guru Hargobind then ordered Bidichand, who was still standing by. He had not yet gone up to the north side, he told them to go and give support to the south side. So Bidichan quickly then rides down and approaching that area, he begins to shoot his arrows. He first goes to help where Amiya was, whose forces were being extremely pushed back. Bidichan was shouting out to the Sikh warriors, telling them, place the Guru's strength in your heart and use that to kill the Turks. With his yelling and support, he inspired the troops who were now fighting with much more vigor. Bidichan all the while was shooting out arrows, hitting his mark all the time. He was just devastating the Torah clients who were eventually uh, pushed back, who were not able to push the Sikh forces anymore. And when Koja Anwar saw this, that their forces were now being pressed back, he sees that it's because of Bidichan who has now joined the forces and who is providing additional support, giving his troops courage to press harder. Koja Anwar saw Bidichan and recognized him immediately as a senior Sikh of the Guru. He also realized that it was in previous episodes where Bidichan was the first to beat up Koja Anwar in the court of Guru Hargobind. So Koja Anwar, he now wants to surround Bidichan. So he took Asman Khan with him to attack that area and they had laid some rifle fire on the Sikhs. The Sikhs now had regrouped and they were all fighting together as a unit again. Bidichand was continuing to shoot down countless Turks, his arrows striking so hard they were going clean straight through the enemies. So when Koja Anwar was close enough to Bidichand, he starts to yell out at him. He says, it was you who disrespected me in the court of Guru Hargubin, beating me, and now I'll get my revenge. So now give up any hope that you will live. After killing you, we'll capture your Guru, we'll loot in the entire city, and then I will regain my honor. You guys had no fear for the army of Shah Jahan, and now the, Aparni, now the army is upon you. You shouldn't have done what you did to me. 
and now I'm here to enact my revenge. Bidijan hears this and replies, Guru Hargobind is a remarkable warrior, like a lion, and you are like countless deers that he has killed. He's already had massive elephant-like warriors come attack him, like Lala Beg and Gambar Beg. He's had Mughals Khan and Abdul Khan Pathan warriors attack him, and now they're all sleeping the long sleep of death. If a deer wakes up a tiger, that deer's life is not spared. So now you've come and woken me up, and now all of your men will die. I won't let you go no matter what you try, but if you want to live, then you should probably run away. Listening to this, Koja Anwar was even more pissed off. He pulled back his bow and shot off an arrow at Bidichan, which hit Bidichan's saddle. Bidichan then saved his horse. He maneuvered it around in all various directions. He then placed a very large arrow in his bow. He placed it in the arrow shelf. This is where the arrow sits as it's being pulled back before being launched. He pulls back the arrow strong past his ear and aiming at Koja Anwar, he lets it go. And like a snake, the arrow bursts forward in great speed, hits Koja Anwar right in the forehead. The arrow hit its mark. It went right through the front of his forehead and the back end of the arrow was just stuck a little bit in the back part of his skull. So the arrow was hanging out from the back of his head. But the arrow went clean right through his forehead, right in between his eyebrows. It was as if he had a beautiful red tilak on his forehead. Or it was as if somebody placed a very, very carefully placed a beautiful pomegranate flower on his forehead. It was as if a baby sterling bird was sitting on his forehead with his mouth open, ready to eat. Or it was as if Bidichan had made all of his rage into one red ball and placed that red dot on his forehead, Koja Anwar's forehead. So Koja Anwar then fell heavy to the ground like uh, vicious winds taking down a heavy tree in a storm. The Turk army saw this, that their commander had been taken down and now their spirit was broken. Many of them ran away. The Guru's army then sprung upon them, cutting them into pieces with their swords, impaling them with their spears, even chasing down those fleeing in the battlefield and chopping them up too. Osman Khan also saw that his army now had been defeated, so he also had left. Bidichan was able to bring about this change of momentum on the south side, placing the six in a good position now before heading back to Guru Hargobind. Upon reaching Guru Hargobind, he tells him about how he killed Kojanwa, sending him to heaven, and how the six were now well set on the south side, with the cries of victory being heard there. So this is how chapter 23 ends. And in chapter 24 and 25 in the next episode, we'll continue with the battle as the Thoriks try to press in from the other directions of Kurtarpur. So that's where we'll pick up next time. But as always, we would like to thank those for contributing to make this podcast possible by supporting us via the Mangalacharan Patreon page. शरण भरेगा टेटरेगा गाजगाज करा गया है गुरुवार के दिन साल के मानपा है मैं आलोचना है सर सरे